Welcome to the first half of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first half of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. Available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. For only $5 a month, premium members get early access to the full binge. Vote on monthly commentaries, tournaments, games, and access to the Binge Media Discord server. Join us today at patreon.com slash binge media for only $5 a month. Well, here, here's your opportunity. And now, the Binge Cast. Welcome to the Benchcast. My name is Jim I work for BingeMedia.net. I watch movies. I watch TV. Once in a while, I'll listen to a book. That's fun. That's always fun. Um, and I talk to my friend Alex and Tira all the time. I do that all the time. What's up? Not much, man. I just want to tell the people that I also watch movies. And I also watch TV shows. I also talk to my friend Jim Law. I don't listen to books, though. I read them the old school, old-fashioned way. Oh, don't you've listened to a fucking book in your day. You <laughs> every, fucking lie. Every single book I've read this this year, yeah. all audiobooks. <laughs> every single one of them an audiobook. Remember back in the day when you were reading Game of Thrones, you'd bring like you'd bring your book to the bar and I'd make fun of you for fucking an hour straight. I know. Podcast? Yeah. Really did you know they got me some nice Game of Thrones tale. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine the girls that came over while you were doing that. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, they were lovely. Um, you're lucky to have me this week because I almost ended it after listening to uh, Binge Lore uh, last week. Almost ended my life. <laughs> now, Binge Lore is something that maybe the, the the people on the regular RSS feed don't know about. What is Binge Lore, actually? So Binge Lore is uh, something I didn't even know that was happening. I guess I should have known because all the hints were there. You kept telling me you were listening to this, you're listening to that, you're, oh, you're yeah. doing whatever. And then all of a sudden it just came up. And uh, I saw some posts on uh, the aforementioned uh, fucking Discord chat room. Yeah, and I was like, I, I fucking messaged Pete. I'm like, what the fuck? Is, what is this about? Because I didn't. This is why I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you because I knew you would have fucked around with the answer for like twenty <laughs> to thirty hours. True, true. So I just went straight to Pete. I'm like, what is this about? And he didn't text me back. Like this is <laughs> this is true. He doesn't text me back for like almost a day. Mm-hmm. And if you know Pete, he's he's immediate text backer right like he, he yeah. will get back to you immediately or the very first time he looks at his phone which i imagine is a lot definitely he, he didn't get back to me for a whole day and i was like something's really there's something really bad that pete doesn't want to talk to me about here like i don't know what's going on but he doesn't want to get back to me yeah um so he got back to me said oh uh 
something uh, on the bench floor that we didn't understand what you said, whatever, whatever it was. And he's like, sorry, I didn't get back to you. I thought this was in the group chat. But I, I, as I just said, I did not include you in this because you would have fucked with me for way too long. And I would have been angry about it. So I didn't mm-hmm. do that. Interesting. Anyways, binge lore is uh, Johnny Myrtle went back and um, he wants to. Uh, Mom's calling. I was just with her. What's she doing? Um, she wants. Uh, sorry. He wants to uh, go back and look at some of the uh, the things that we talk about the most. The things that um, are history. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> there's been lots of talk over the years about like a a binge uh, wiki you know what i mean like just to yeah. uh we always feel bad like bringing shit up uh if we do get a new listener and and like you said we got some new listeners maybe from the uh, commentaries mm-hmm. 31 days of four commentaries so um Ryan wants to go back and kind of address all that kind of stuff in case uh get people in on the loop anyway yeah because there's a shorthand right i mean we've been in, yeah. doing this since or binge media has been around since 2013 and new listeners come in they glam on to shit Right. And it becomes a thing like the Baba Duke that became a thing because of the Baba right. Duke movie, little things yeah. like that. So we all right. have a shorthand now. Right. So the first episode of Binge Lore, which is uh, Alex's new show that he will uh, <laughs> address some of these things, was he went back and he reviewed the very first Joe Blow movie podcast, where is actually where we started on, on the Joe Blow Movie Network. And uh, so it was just me by myself doing this podcast. Uh, Marano was a producer on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And... um it was a little half hour fucking podcast that we threw together and uh I went back and he listened to that. And um so if you're listening to the show like I did, you had to listen basically to the eighty or seventy five percent of the actual Joe Bobby podcast. Mm. Oh my god. Was now brutal. what was so what was the most painful thing? Or what's the least painful thing? What was the least painful thing? <laughs> I think I, did, I I liked the the fucking um drops. Drops I like nice. I like Right, like I did drops by myself did, on the very yeah. first show, yep. so it wasn't Absolutely. like, yeah, I don't do them anymore because I can never figure out my fucking <laughs> setup. So, uh, but yeah, I, I and I worked really hard on those. You know what I mean? And I like that you acknowledged that at one point I was doing a drop and I let it linger in the background while I was still talking. See, mm-hmm. I like that. That was good. Anyways. Yeah, that was like uh, I, I figured that was kind of like a compliment. Fifteen years in the waiting, you know, like. But the worst part was uh, uh talking. About did the whole show like this i was very i was very quiet um i don't know i don't know why i was talking like that i uh i just think i was trying to be too professional i went on again if you want to check this out and join uh, the patreon i went on the discord thing i gave some behind the scenes notes about it mm-hmm. and um one of them was the fact that uh i wrote out like every word of it is written out every single word in the podcast is written out and it it took me literally all night. Like I probably started it. I don't know. Like I we had just had. Uh, I think we. God, what, how many kids do we have at that point? <laughs> I I thought uh, it was one. No, um, so no. I think all of them. To be honest with you. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Avery was born in 2010. So. Oh damn. Um. So I had. Uh, anyways, I had three young kids. I was probably. Uh, got to the mic at around 10, 11. And I probably recorded to four in the morning, and I'm not kidding. Jeez. Like, it fucking was all... And I would start, and I would do one sentence, right? And then I would stop. I was doing it on uh, Audacity. I would stop. I'd go back and listen to that sentence. I'd be like, no, that wasn't it. And I did... I swear to God, I did it fucking 30, 40 times. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. And thank God it's such a good editing thing, because when I did get a good sentence, 
if I didn't like the next sentence, I didn't have to go back and <laughs> erase oh, all of it. You know what I mean? Like, again. yeah, yeah I, could just, I could just I snip that next sentence. That's fucking but anyways, it was, it was a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare to do. Um, yeah, eventually we got the hang of it, and you uh, eventually joined or whatever. But yeah, uh, it's a really fun listen. If you're not me, if you want to check out uh, Binge Lore, you can join the uh, patreon.com slash binge media. It's five bucks a month. That is just one of the perks, and it was, uh, it was pretty fucking hilarious. Nice. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to, you know, do we talked about doing like behind the sounders or behind the drops and, and just playing like, oh, here's a fucking, you know, like here's a Pete drop. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it well. And then we just take the <laughs> We go back and listen to the show and get the context right. of when he came up with that. Now, that's really difficult, as you probably could already imagine. We get very mm. drunk on this show. And yes. it's not like these drops are time stamped. Right. So, it's gonna be a, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. There was, did you know there's like there's no there's no movies or TV reviewed at all on the first show, right? It's all it's very centered towards the site and what they're doing on the site. You know yeah, I mean? that was that was kind of our pitch to Balge dot com. Was yeah. like, look, we're gonna get the readers involved and the message boards involved and get all those people involved because there was like, you know, this is before I think he had comments on the articles. So, like, yes. all these discussions would be happening on the message board. And it was like, well, why don't we bring some of these people in? Right. And, it, again, just another thing that Balge.com, like, just couldn't wrap his head around for some reason. Oh, yeah. He just didn't get it. He did <laughs> like, not just didn't like get sitting, it at all. Didn't like listening to any audio whatsoever. No. Very uh, strange. He's never, he's never listened to an audio book. Never, he's never listened to an audio book. I don't think he's read a book, <laughs> including his own either. <laughs> I was, was going to fucking throw that out there. Um, you know what it did happen though is uh, you sent me down a rabbit hole because when I was uh, doing that um, behind the scenes notes for Discord, I tried to find the actual email. I was going to include the actual e- email that Bird sent me after the mm-hmm. first show, where he just because he hated Chachi the obese nudist, um, and I, I think it lasted maybe two or three episodes, whatever it was. And um, I wanted to find that just so I could put it in to say to, to show everyone why we never did it again, but. <laughs> While I didn't find that, oh my god, the emails I fucking found were unbelievable. Like, there are so many, like, it's an old email address, but at some point I had set it up to forward it to another email address, right? And anyways, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I do a search for, like, Beige or podcast and all that, and oh my god, the fucking, the arguments and the fucking conversations that we had about this fucking Jobo podcast was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I'm sure you were looking back at it, reading those old fucking arguments, just going like, it shouldn't be this fucking hard to just do a show. Like, what were, what were the big deals that he had, like, with us? I mean, for, for us, it was more just like, look, we're going to fucking fight for the show because we have a good time doing it. We get yeah. some pretty good responses and voicemails and things like that. Why wouldn't we fucking fight to continue this thing? His number one pet peeve, and it, you know, it's whatever. It's his site and all that, and I and sure, I totally sure. get it to to a point. To a yeah, point, yeah, I get yeah, it. Absolutely. Uh, his his biggest pet peeve was when we would do something and not and not let him know about it. Like all the time, like every almost every argument was about something like that. Like you know what I mean? Mm. Um, was it like segments whether, or just having people on or? Um, yeah, I I think there was one about having someone on, and you know, and then we learned from that, of course, and we would every time we would have to run it by him or whatever. Um, uh, just like, uh, 
shit like you know even starting the twitter account and stuff like that like you know what i mean like ev- yeah. like everything was such a huge battle like and it was never because it was a bad idea i don't think it was because we didn't run it by him which is fine and i, I mean i get it he wanted total control of it yeah. and i guess that in the yeah. end that's why we ended up parting ways or whatever but <laughs> um yeah it was uh it's fucking hilarious it was so fun going back oh, i've been like man. fucking two hours reading old emails <laughs> <laughs> I wish somebody I wish we were at a point right now that you could get that read back to you like almost like an audiobook form <laughs> does a different fucking accents for bearage and whatnot yeah be hilarious I can't believe I did a fucking stupid French accent for Burge on the very first show I fucking burst out laughing when I did that I couldn't believe it just oh immediately was like yeah we got a lot of pushback on this show but here we are <laughs> And it went, yeah. it went something like this. <laughs> but one of the most surprising things through the emails was uh, the support and help that we got from Samson in the beginning. Like, he was on our side from the very beginning. And, yeah. he, uh, mm-hmm. like, we would have, like, you know, we would have side chats with just Samson. And even he would be like, I don't know what the fuck he's, like, I don't know why he won't, uh, he doesn't understand this. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't know what to say to him uh, or whatever. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> It's just bizarre. Just bizarre. It just seems like it always seemed like a no brainer to us. It's like, yeah. why do we have to fucking just be convince this guy? I mean, I know. So, it's, yeah, like you said, it's his site and everything, but still, it's yeah, it's not like it's going to fucking tank the site or people are going to come and fuck his mom or something like that. It, Jesus in the end, in the end, what ended our relationship with him was his kind of distrust. And that's fine. If that's the way he wants to be, that's fine. But it's just mm-hmm. it just. He fucking, like, we wanted to fucking be his friend. Like, I wanted to be, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I wanted to be his friend. Like, I, you know, I went, I drove to his, with you, drove to his house. You he were flew me, those fucking He twice. flew me to his yeah. house. Yeah, I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to, you know, I just hang out and just fucking let's talk, let's do shit. Yeah. And uh, every time we would try something new, he would just, he would fucking feel like we were stabbing him in the back. And it, which was never my intention at all, no. ever, ever in the history of me working there that I ever tried to stab that guy in the back. But no, that's just his mindset. Yeah. I don't know what happened in like maybe something happened to that guy one time where he had ideas stolen or something, but everything we did was to help that fucking site. Everything. Mm-hmm. And it just he just didn't uh he didn't have the trust there. So whatever. Maybe he got bullied by a, a tall Ontario man <laughs> and a short young Mexican when he was a kid or something. Maybe. He shouldn't have hired us then. He should have looked at our resumes. <laughs> should have looked at our pictures that we submitted when we fucking yeah. applied for the jobs. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to be a lot more pissed than you were, so that was pretty nice. Oh, I was. It was just. It was. It was still. It was rough. It was rough listening to it. <laughs> it really was rough. But you were warranted on a lot of the criticisms. Uh, what I want to know is, like, do you have like, is there any any idea what the next one would be? Like, what it's going to be about, or when it would drop? Yeah. I, well, I think I want to. Do them um, in order going up to when I'm, I first appear on the show. Oh, you're going to do all the shows? Oh, okay, great. I don't know if I'm going to do all the shows, but I at least want to get all the chachis in there. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that'll be interesting because I don't know how many there is. And I, I side emailed you or texted you um, that I found. I don't know why I did this, I don't, but I, I would email myself the full written out chachi scripts. Mm-hmm. So I, I came across those because I was, I was searching keywords and chachi was one of them. Um, so I'm interested to see, I, I do believe there is one that was never read on 
the show. Okay, you need to send that to me immediately if it was never read on the show, and we're going to do a whole production piece around it. Well, we'll sound effects. We will find out, and I will handle that. Speaking of don't not trusting you, I do not trust you at all. I don't know why. I've shown to be a very trustworthy fellow throughout all these years. And and you know what? The, uh, The gist of Chachi was, I said, like, I didn't review any movies or whatnot, but... It it was only a character for me to shit on movies that I hate. I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, what was the first one? The Happening, right? Happening, yeah. Uh, and I think the next two are both movies that I absolutely fucking despise. So it, it was like a gateway for me to absolutely shit on the movies that Chachi loved watching. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. Look, I, I never hated the bit the the bit at all. I mean... It, it's hard to do a fucking show by yourself. It is. Yeah. It's just yeah. fucking tough because then you get so self-conscious. Yeah, I wish I would have found the email because I, I just remember him. He's just like, what the? Uh, everything's great. You know, you you got the uh, good uh, deep voice. You sound like a podcaster. I like to <laughs> listen. Uh, but what the fuck is the Chachi, the uh, fat nude man at the end? And I, he was like so angry about it. <laughs> what is this Chachi, man? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Come on. Also, Chachi's just funny to say. It's just a funny name. Yeah. yeah. That's silly as fuck. Yeah, I, I think you mentioned something in the Discord in your uh, your your write-up review of the Chachi, of the binge lore, saying yeah. that we took it easy on you. And that's it's a little bit true just because, like, Pete is not going to – Pete's not really uh, – right. right. He's not going to go bullshit the way you and I would. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, sitting right next to me in my house. So – and. <laughs> Like playing it, he was so serious. He's just like <laughs> listening intently, like, oh, look at that drop there. Look at that drop. Look at it. He's got drops. He's like surprised by it because it was the first time he had heard it too. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, one of those things like, yeah, we took it easy on you, but like, I don't know if it'll make sense to you. Hopefully, it makes sense to the listeners, but like, I'd rather trash you to your face than, or like right now, like an <laughs> air. Than, yeah. Like, now that it. I'm on, you can, yeah, let loose. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it like when you're not there is like, ugh. I feel like a little bitch. That's what we're gonna do. Fucking, we didn't go too crazy with it. Well, if uh, I'll tell you, I'll, maybe I'll do one. I'll do, I'll do one with you, and then we. Uh, it's. I think it would be actually funny if I did one of the Joe Bull podcast binge lures with you. Oh yeah, dude, we got to, we got to, and we could just like pick a random one too. Doesn't even have okay. to be like an early one. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, Pete has a great bit for maybe this is like full binge material, but Pete has a great bit for one of our upcoming commentaries okay. for Christmas that I think it has to do with old audio. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to play really well. So that's a oh. tease for the 12 comes of binge miss coming up in December. Ooh, nice. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have started. I have not been on any yet. So Taking, I'm still on my uh, commentary hiatus after after Halloween, so oh, I don't yeah. know when I'm going to make it back. But yeah, I'll, I'll be on a couple of them at least. Your commentary balls are dry, son. Oh, nothing, they're empty. They're no, not they're, they're <laughs> just airing out. Like they're just, you know what I mean? They're. I'm on the porch. I got no pants. I'm just letting them hang off the fucking uh, the step. Just nice, let them air out. Nice fall breeze coming in. Like that feels nice, yo. <laughs> All right. Um, well, there's no voicemails, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks How for about that? calling, I guess. Jesus. Dicks. 
We um, say the number 708-406-9546 at least 17 times a fucking podcast. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into uh, a TV show, shall we? All right, let's do a little tease. Let's do uh, this one. TV rounds of time. I don't want to watch this show if it sucked last night. TV rounds of time. Listen to Jim Love and Alex. Review fucking TV. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Was that you? No. I was like, that chair is fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, uh, this is uh, this is a binge cast. We're going to do uh, we're going to focus on a, a certain uh, singular uh, television show. Um, I like um, you got to you got to me earlier in the week and you're like, what what show do you want to watch? Something mm-hmm. in particular that's starting this week, maybe. And I like that. I like that. I think this is going to broaden our TV watching. We're going to we're going to watch all the same shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we're gonna do one segment on the binge cast, we're not gonna talk about one episode of uh I don't know where the fuck's running. Like you know what I mean? Like uh Andor or something like Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like let's let's do a show. Let's watch a show and talk about that show. Mm-hmm. Um so we were the the plan was uh Tulsa King, but that doesn't start till uh Sunday. So actually that might be next week's show. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Very excited about that. The new Sylvester Stallone series um mm-hmm. but there was another show that had just uh come on netflix a couple weeks ago last week actually november 3rd uh called blockbuster and i had not checked it out had you checked it out at all until we had that conversation no not at all it was definitely on the radar as a former blockbuster employee this looked like it was right up my alley that's exactly what i thought about when i uh recommended it to you because i knew that you had worked at blockbuster mm-hmm. and i wanted to see what your experience was in the store compared to these jolly people in the, in the blockbuster video movie or TV show. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is, uh, created by Vanessa Ramos, mm-hmm. uh, started November 3rd, Netflix, like we said, and it stars, uh, Randall Park, uh, Melissa Fumero, Olga Merid, Merediz, Merediz. That's Mexican. Can you read that? What is that? Oh, she Mexican. Okay. Hey, that, you fucking racist goddamn son of a bitch. I'm asking if she's Mexican. I don't know. I, I don't know either. Not... I can't judge by oh. her fucking name. <laughs> right. Good Spanish point. last names are late. They're all over the place. Good point. Uh, Tyler Alvarez and Madeline <laughs> Arthur. JB right. Smooth shows up. Tyler Alvarez, definitely Mexican. Cocksucker. <laughs> 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 Tarantino? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Ends in a vowel. Could go either way. Uh, yeah, so it focuses on these people in the last uh, last remaining. We find out early on, I believe, in the first episode that this is the last remaining blockbuster, and it's in Michigan. Now, where is the actual last remaining blockbuster? It's in Bend, Oregon. Okay, so what do you, why do you think they did that? Why, did, why would they change the location? I don't know. It's not like Michigan is like a more happening state or anything like that. It's not like it's a cooler state or a more populous state. Maybe it is. I don't know. But it's it's not. It's definitely not any cooler than Oregon, Oregon right? 
Yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like there's just as many. Like it's not like the and uh, to your point, it's not like they uh, base a lot of storylines around being in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 not a uh, a focus of the plot of any of the plots. They didn't want it to be too real, I guess. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. It, it, it bothered me every time there was like a Detroit reference. I think they bring up like Rick Mahorn at some point in one episode, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm just like. Is this why? Like this one joke in this episode? Like is this why they're doing it in Michigan? I don't get it. Yeah, Anyways. I wonder if like the showrunners from there or something like that. Yeah, the writers could be. from there. Could be. But when you're basing something like this that a lot of people know about, there's a documentary about the last blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people know where it is. It's very, you know, very famous for being that. And then you just switch you just take that away from them? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It seems weird. seems weird. I'm gonna make a show about the Detroit Lions and I'm gonna send it in Minnesota. That's what I'm gonna do. Right, like, yeah, I just, what? I don't, I don't get it. Um, anyways, yeah, so that, that's the, that's the setup in the first episode. They end mm-hmm. up being the last blockbuster. There are, uh, you know, a variety of uh, employees working here. JB Smooth owns the, um, the kind of like the, the strip mall that they are located in. He runs a party store on the end of it, uh, so he's kind of like the landlord. And also, his daughter works at the blockbuster. That's why he's involved. And him and uh, Randall Park's character Timmy are like old old like high school or something friends i don't know i don't get that relationship at all anyways um immediately first episode did you watch all of this by the way i just want to get done i just watched the first episode (laughs) (laughs) now was that a choice or was that the time restraint or what oh that was a hard choice sir And by hard choice, I mean easy choice. I mean that was a, it was a very hard tap out. There's a very hard tap out after one episode. Oh my god, I don't blame you whatsoever. Now I was at work, so I watched ten of these episodes. Okay, okay. Now I think you had watched the series that this reminds me of, and that's Superstore. No, I think I only watched one episode of that show. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it does have the exact same vibes. Exact same vibes. Um, I immediately hated the show. Like I just, I was okay. There's fucking six people working in the last blockbuster on a fucking, you know, on a normal weekday afternoon. And I'm just like, okay, like, obviously this isn't based in any sort of reality. They've moved the fucking city where the blockbuster is. (laughs) There's six people working in a blockbuster. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm hoping that they're some skeleton crew shit right there. Right. Right. I, I was hoping that there would be a lot of, um, uh, how do I say this? Like, there's a lot of blockbuster type plot things to work into this, but it ended up being, and yeah, I know you only watched one episode. I would have too. If I was you, if I was at home and I was watching this, I would have tapped up. Like, this, this show became the, you know, when I was done watching everything else during the week, I would throw it on and then I would set my fantasy lineup while it was on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I never paid attention to most of the episodes. Like, I would just, like, this is my time to do other shit. I'll start texting people, getting that out of the way, set my fantasy fucking for the night, la la la. And meanwhile, fucking three episodes have passed, and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> so I, there, was no, there was no interest for a lot of uh, the ten episodes. Yeah, man. The, the, the writing just seems very bland. Everything about this seems very bland. Like, I, I just don't know who this is for. Because like, you're right, because... It's the last blockbuster. Uh, I think they start off with seven in the show. Then he gets the call, which is a pretty funny phone call, like from the corporate guy who's like, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, fucking we're going out of business. 
but like and then he just pieces out fucking hangs up the phone right uh i i just don't know who this is for i don't know it's it's horrible because what it turns into is um or will they sorry will they won't they relationship show right between uh randall park's character and melissa from arrow character so timmy and eliza and the first episode what i got from that first episode of superstore yep Yep, exactly that's exactly what this is about it's exactly it's it's you're supposed to care so much about these people that that that's um that that they try to make that carry the entire uh entire plot and it's fucking it's just mind-numbingly boring and stupid and i've seen it a million times what really turns me off this show though is the and I, you know they kind of go away from it after a while, but the first mm-hmm. five episodes at least are the hard forced movie references that Dude, they fucking throw in here. I I worked at Blockbuster for almost two years, and I I you would have movie conversations because you would have movie conversations, but like we would have conversations about everything. Not as I mean, the shoehorn movie references in this are so bad, and you can oh. see them coming like a mile away. Yeah, it's oh man, it's it's fucking brutal. And not even not only are they like shoehorned in, like you said, but they they have to they have to explain them to you. Like they, no one will just say a line from a movie. Without someone else going, oh, Jackie Brown, right? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God, stop doing this. I hate this. I hate it so much. And you're right. Like, the amount of characters. Like I said, this should be a skeleton crew. There should be, like, two people, maybe yeah. three people total. Yep. There's six people, and that's double the customers that they have. At all times. At yeah. all, Like, every episode, they're all working all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is, stupid, they, man. There's one good because you didn't watch it. I'll tell you. There's one. There's one decent plot line that that like, it, that actually centers around having a blockbuster. Is that there's this, this like solar storm coming, and there's a uh, threat of it. They kind of build it up uh, episode by episode, and when it finally hits, wipes out internet, wipes out uh, fucking like uh, everything, like phones, mm-hmm, everything, mm-hmm. like and, and it's right before Christmas. So everybody has to go to Blockbuster to get their media. And, and, you know what I mean? Like, that's a good little plot line. Like, I like that because it makes everybody come in and they don't know how to deal with all the fucking customers and all that. Yeah. But even that's kind of botched because it's just, it's, again, it's, it, it, while that's happening, it's all about, is Timmy going to get it with Eliza? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Who cares? No one cares. I was kind of confused by, by their relationship, too. Because in that first mm-hmm. episode, it kind of seems like maybe... So he Timmy is like divorced, I think. I think he is. And yes. I, it, 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 the show almost makes it seem like Eliza's his ex-wife because she yeah, like no. knows so much about him, and they like bicker that way. Right. Right. Very strange. But she, so she's her husband cheated on her, and they had separated for a bit, and they just got back together. So that's where she is at in her life. Oh, okay. So she's trying to work it out with her husband. And meanwhile, Timmy's being all fucking super charismatic and awesome all the time. Yeah, of course. Um, He's such a dork. It's so bad. The show is so bad. The cast list and the character Hannah, who's kind of like the goofy girl. Yep. That works there. 
she actually had a couple of lines that I really liked because it was like her character like says shit just out of context, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of landed for me. I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of like this girl, but like not enough to continue for fucking Hannah. No. There, I mean, every every character I would say has kind of moments that are decent, you know, except for uh, Kayla, uh, JB Smooth's daughter in the show. Mm-hmm. Like she's just annoying as shit. Like she's super young, right? So everything, she's always like, oh my God, whatever, boomer. Like that's her full <laughs> fucking character arc right there. Um, but yeah, Hannah, so Hannah ends up being like the super cheap fucking like student, you know what I mean? So a lot of the, the shit focused around her is how she just gets shit for free and all that. And then, which is funny, the, mm-hmm. uh, Carlos Tyler Alvarez, Alvarez, yeah. uh, he, he's all right. Like he's kind of like the down to earth guy that kind of, um, comments on all the stupidity that's happening around him. But, of course, he has to be bisexual, right? So there's all these different relationships that he goes through during the season, which yeah, are yeah. distracting. And, and, and it's just, oh, man, this 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 is tough. You know, um, there's no way in hell I would have ever watched this at home. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a definite work thing. And only because I downloaded the entire season in one shot. If I had to do this episode by episode, I would never have, would never have opened my laptop to even try. So... Yeah, I think uh, this is going to be something my wife is going to wind up watching in the background. For real? Oh, she got a few more laughs than I did for sure. Really? Yeah, and I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Come on. This, I don't don't really get how or why shows like this are made anymore, to be honest with you. I, I, dude, thank you. That's kind of what I was getting at when I was saying, like, who is this made for? Like, I can see if, if, now... Regular, like, network TV, you know, your ABC, NBC, CBS, you know, the big networks have mm-hmm. their, like, they still have, like, their sitcoms and stuff. Like, maybe for those people that watch, you know, like, the, you know, terrestrial TV, I guess you would call it. I don't know. Network TV like that. I just, I don't know any of those people. None of those people right. are in my life. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This is a, this is a prime time. Eight o'clock uh lead into uh like the the connors or some shit type, yeah, yeah, type of tv yeah, yeah. show like, you know what i mean like even the connors yeah. is way more risky than this sure this this is netflix and this like, they don't take any risks at all like you know it's i mean so, i think there's one oh, f-bomb right. this is a oh. netflix original right that's right okay yeah and it's just there's no i mean it's so cookie cutter and bland it's, it's unbelievable toast, man oh oh god it's and Ra- randall Park he's just not a good leading charismatic person no, and he, everyone's overwritten him specifically. Uh, you know, like everything is like, okay, yep, he's gonna okay, and then there's gonna be a joke here. Oh, there mm-hmm. it is. Yep, like every time he opens his mouth, you can kind of see where it's going, and it's it's just brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a yeah, like a music. You you know the beats. You know when the chorus is yep. coming. Exactly. It's yep. It's exactly what it is. Damn. And even how, how do they make JB smooth milk toast? <laughs> oh my god! I was thinking the exact same. I think about episode four or five, six, whatever. I was just like, "How is this the same guy from Curb?" Like I don't mm-hmm. even understand it. Like this, uh, how does he even enjoy doing this? This is horrible. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's so wasted in the show. Just waiting for him to break off. Fucking Larry. <laughs> that the whole, <laughs> that the whole episode. He never did it though. No, this is this is this is bad. This is a uh, because I watched the whole season. I will rate it. This okay. is a uh, this is a fucking three on ten for me. Three on ten, yeah, man. Yeah. I um look, look, it's not like we enjoy you know trash and stuff, and we just trash it for the fuck of it. 
I mean, yeah. it's just not it's not a good show. I don't know who it's for, and um, yeah, I it was a hard tap out. So that's my. I rating. love that you watched one episode. I was like, okay, you want- got got that under the belt. <laughs> what are we gonna watch for uh, TV Renda? Blockbuster? Okay, one episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, hilarious. we do have uh, a couple other things to talk about in the, in the full binge. Get oh. caught up on White Lotus. Did did you get caught up on that or no? Uh, yes, I am okay. caught up on that. So, I'm very excited to talk to you about that. And I also have, uh, what is it? Uh, God damn it. The comedian. Um, oh, the dark side of comedy? Dark side of comedy, yeah. Can't find that. Fucking, I need to. Actually, you know what? I haven't even looked. I always forget when I open up the fucking. <laughs> the list. I always forget that. God damn it. Um, yeah, and I'll be talking about uh, Andor. Nice. And uh, what else is going on? You know, I, I just fucking I need to open up my recycle bin to look at what the fuck I've watched. <laughs> uh, yeah, American Gigolo ended. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Oh, I watched uh, this the new season of Inside Amy Schumer. Oh, is that back? Yeah, she just dropped a new uh, season of oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, On Comedy Central again? I I believe so, yes. Okay. Or it might be, it might be MTV? Oh, shit. I, I'm not sure. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be talking about those TV shows coming up in the full binge. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to do a little move? You do a little move. Let's see. Sorry, I was just looking at season five. It doesn't doesn't say on here on wiki. Oh, where it's Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Amy is on Paramount Plus. So it was announced that the show would be revived with five specials by Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Be five episodes of the fifth season, two episodes. Okay, and then it says uh, it'll go to Comedy Central in the future. So after they're released on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Boom. Right. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do some moves, and we got a biggie to talk about, sir. We got a fucking biggie. Okay. Let's go. What a wicked thing to do to make me surprise What you watch? What you watch? What you watch this week? You come and go. You come and go. What you watch? What you watch? What did you watch this week? You drunk asshole. You drunk asshole. Bubba would be shitty if he catches a dick on screen. A dick on screen. Now, I believe you just came back from the theater. Is I did. Right? Just walked in, yeah. Nice. How you much said you, you saw this? And... How much you dropped tonight? <laughs> don't, don't, don't ask. Do not ask that question. People, we got to get that Patreon up. I guess. Law's got to get still... kids that he's got fucking uh, to take the 3D movies. 
I still sneak my kids in as as childs. By the way, yes. like I always, yeah, I just always put them as child. No one ever looks, so fuck them. Um, in fact, you know, I, I I'm learning like he just takes the tickets. Like I have, I'll print them out when mm. I get there off my phone, and then he just takes them as a whole. Never separates them to count them whatsoever, and he just rips them. So I could pay for like three tickets, right? I could get half off every yeah. time I go there if I wanted to, but no, I don't. Dude, I, I I think I could just walk into my theater and not nobody says shit or anything like that. No one no one checks your tickets or anything? The last three times I went to the theater, they have a thing where you walk in, the box office is all the way to the right, and then you got your concession stands, and then the entryway to the theater is all the way on the left. And that the entrance to the theater is on the left is yeah. like a little kiosk thing, and a guy sits behind there and he scans your shit. The last three times, nobody's been there. And every time I get there, I want to make sure I get fucking whatever excess piss I have in my bladder. I want, yeah. to, I want to wring my my bladder and dick out of just like every drop so I don't have to get up and – sorry to make – this is a uh, this is a family show. I'm sorry, people. But like I, I want to go pee right away. So when I get to the theater, I just beeline it for the bathroom. Last three times, right. never got stopped. I'm like, I don't need. I could just fucking. Why don't I just walk into a theater and walk into a movie? Like, yeah. why do I even fucking pay? For, why do I even pay for it? It's happened to me too. And every time I do it, uh, one of the kids goes, "Why do we even buy tickets? <laughs> you shut. Why don't, why don't you fucking buy tickets? You exactly." <laughs> All right. So tonight was uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Now. Before we get to this, I was very excited because you were, uh, we picked this for the movie, obviously, this week, and you were, uh, you seemed like you were, you were into doing homework and shit, like research. You wanted to get back on track of your Marvel movies, is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think it was more so just, I, I, I've only seen Black Panther the one time, maybe the, maybe two times, but definitely once, and that was in the theater, and then, you know, that was however many years ago. So I don't remember all the intricacies of like the story or anything like that. <clears throat> so I wanted to, uh, you know, get caught up, you know, took yes. your advice mm-hmm. and, you know, just checked out some shit and did some recaps on YouTube. Right. Yes. yes. Um, Cause you mentioned the, the, uh, the villain in the film. You're like, you should fucking look him up if you have time. Which mm-hmm. I did. Hopefully, nice. you know, and thankfully, no fucking spoilers. Right now, the video that I watched that explained everything about Namor mm-hmm. was uh, it was great. It seemed like a great character, and the one thing that I really liked about him, which is something that you mentioned, huh? I felt was kind of missing from the movie. Is uh, anger? Not so much the the anger, but just mm. his sheer strength mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we'll get there in, in, in due time in due course okay but yeah I, I i wanted to wrap my head around you know wakanda and get myself readjusted to being back in wakanda that's cool i'm glad you did that that's uh because I, I didn't want you like just walking and going oh the fuck is this gonna be about and then just like mm-hmm. sit down and not know what's going on so that's uh that was good knowing and now as i'm watching the the film I'm like, oh, I'm glad he fucking he looked up this, he looked up that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I like the I like how they start this film out. I really do. With uh, Shuri trying to save uh, T'Challa, 
mm-hmm. um, right off the hop, like before even like the title cards or anything like that. Um, Amazing title really cards, by the way. Oh yeah, fantastic. Um, I, 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 did you like? Were you worried? I, I don't know if "worried" is the word, but I thought there was going to be like a CGI fucking Bozeman at some point. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not alive, or, or I guess alive, like laying on a table or something. <laughs> like I was, you know what I mean? I was worried that they were going to do that, and I was like, oh god, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I'm, I'm ready for CGI, that shit. No, I, I, I like the other way of it. I want a CGI dead Bozeman in there. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he, I thought when, especially when her mom's like, "You need to go be by his side," or somebody yells right. at her to go be by his side. I thought yep. she was gonna go up there and he'd be, he'd be fucking all CGI'd, fucking laid out on a fucking <laughs> table. And I was, I was really worried about that. I didn't know how I was gonna handle it. They don't. Uh, and then, like you said, the the actual title, the Marvel Studios title, comes up, and it's all, it's all Chadwick Boseman, and which I really, really fucking liked. I thought that was cool. That they was really silently. sweet, man. That was nice. Yeah, no music over it. No it was, music. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely. fucking great. Good shit. Um, and then immediately, one year later. And it, I liked it. I, I, I No, I really liked the fucking beginning. I, I love how they just kind of set that up. Um, they addressed it. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like start the movie and then they have to talk about how he died. Fucking explain how he died. Do all this. I, I just I really love the setup of the, of, the, of the beginning. It was really good for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the film definitely has a lot of weight on its shoulders, like just going into it. You know, yeah. having this release, everybody knows that, you know, obviously Bozeman's no longer with us. And, and, and mm-hmm. like, how are they going to handle that? There's so much. Marvel had a lot of pressure on its shoulders to even produce this movie. Right. And now it's distributed in theaters and everything. Audiences are all here. You know, we 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 got in there and. Uh, we didn't get to see our. CGI Bozeman, or did we? You'll have to stay tuned, audience. I'll say, like, I'll say this. I'll skip to the uh, when I walked out of this this movie, and I don't know. This isn't really going to tell you if I liked it or not. I'm just going to say, I got in the pickup, and the family's there, and I just, I we were pulling away, and I, the only thing I said was, uh, "Fuck, it really sucks that he died. It just, it really sucks." Yeah. The Chad Bozeman died. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's how I felt walking out of this fucking movie. I I felt that there was a Furious Seven. It's been a long time, <laughs> like vibe throughout the whole movie. Absolutely. And when you mentioned like, are we going to see a CGI Bozeman? I kind of yeah. wanted to see him CGI'd in a car, like, and they were racing or something, or like whatever <laughs> they, the the Wakanda version of that is. You know what I mean? They go their separate ways. They go like there's a fork in the road. In fact, yeah. Shuri looks over. <laughs> Chadwick's just like peace, peace, sis. Maybe they're in the la- in Shuri's lab, and he's at like the other station, and they're both doing like the swipey swipey things on the, the Minority like... Report swipey swipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The display. <laughs> he just looks over, and he's like got that like weird blue silhouette around him that he's obviously yeah. CGI'd in there. And then he just dissolves, and you're just like, "Oh God damn it!" Oh Jesus Christ, he <laughs> dissolves. <laughs> you're like, "Is it another snap?" It's like, "No, the motherfucker's actually dead." Dead. <laughs> oh, he's like, that's that's fucking cancer dust, dog. That's not Thanos dust. <laughs> Nobody bring that. In. Don't breathe it in. Don't no. breathe that shit in. That's cancer <laughs> dust. Oh fuck! All right. So the plot of the movie is, if anyone hasn't seen it, um, turns out. Uh, you know, the meteor that came with the vibranium that started Wakanda, there actually was uh, more than one. 
And there's a whole other society based around vibranium uh, deep, deep inside uh, underneath the ocean. Uh, I don't know what ocean Pacific. I don't know where the fuck it is. Um, and there's this girl uh, that discovers a way to detect vibranium. All the other countries in the world are fighting over vibranium. They want vibranium. They don't trust Wakanda to have vibranium on them. They want it shared. They want it for their own countries. They want it for weapons. They want it for fucking whatever. And um, when they uh, discover that there's a way to detect it, they send out this machine. And that machine gets destroyed. And anyone dealing with that machine gets murdered. And uh, everyone thinks it's the Wakandans because they're the only ones you know, that have vibranium. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's this other society. That other society is led by Namor, the Submariner, who is never really called the Submariner in this movie, I actually noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, yeah, there's a, basically a whole other fucking underwater Wakanda, if, I guess, is what you have to call it. Yeah, I was calling it uh, Water Wakanda. Water Wakanda yeah. is a great name. Water Wakanda, and then Namor and all his people are water Mexicans. So I'm gonna go with that. That was my head canyon. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Why? Why are they Mexicans? What do you mean? They're, it's well, off you the s- Yucatan Peninsula. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now I understand. See? I, see, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't clear on where it was. Like I said. All right. All right. They're Mexican. <laughs> cool. Water Mexicans live in Water Wakanda. They, you know, they show themselves to Wakanda, and they're like, "Look it. We got vibranium. You got vibranium." Everyone else wants vibranium. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to kill everyone else. So either you do that with us <laughs> or we're going to fucking kill all you. That's the entire plot of the movie. That's it. That is everything. I hope I didn't spoil anything for anybody, but um, that was it. Now, it's a strange everything thrust, did... though. It's a, it's a strange thrust for Namor and like for his, what we think is his objective at first. Like it's just a strong, like it's a hard fucking decision for other people to make for him you know yeah it's a big flex it's a huge flex but then like (laughs) you get to learn about it and then it's almost like he's like oh maybe i was a little too hard back there you know what i mean like if you're trying to get somebody on their side why fucking crush them first i don't know it's weird it it, that his whole his whole plot is weird to me a little Mm -hmm. bit because you're right like i'm trying not to spoil this but so when he, uh, Namor is born in in underwater or water Wakanda, <laughs> and when he comes when he comes when he comes back to uh, uh, he has to do something um, in regards to his mother. He has to come back to land from where they were actually where she was born. He wants to go bring her to the spot where she was born, and mm-hmm. he finds uh, some really fucking like uh, bad shit going on there. Yeah. So he bases his whole his whole theory about land livers on this one like fucking house. <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> like everybody in the world is based upon what they're doing at this one house, which is kind of a bad deal for us. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't bad, want to be representative of for us. <laughs> and it's a bad deal for him because he bases it on, you know, those one land livers that yeah. fucking desecrated his land. But then right. he doesn't change his mind for what, four hundred, five hundred years? <laughs> It There's nothing no- to convince him. No, he does not have satellite TV or cable. He doesn't have anything under there, right? He doesn't watch news. But he it's- can go out of the water and like fucking float around with his fucking uh, his, his wing feet, and and see that not all above grounders are like bad people. 
Yeah. Like, you know, that. he has the benefit of that. He, he has the most benefit of that. Absolutely. Out, outside of all of his other people who are just like stuck in the, like these little piss ants in the fucking water. Here, here's an interesting thing that I was yeah. thinking about. I actually, I actually wasn't thinking about it. I just thought about it right now because you're saying <laughs> I've that. I've been like, thinking when... about this for two weeks. I'm just kidding. The last five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but this is interesting because you're right. Like he doesn't. So say he does. He he writes us all off because of what he saw when he rose up. Right. Like he literally, he's like, I'm never coming up again. And he doesn't. Apparently, he never never shows up again. When Thanos snapped, did not half of his fucking people disappear? Didn't they become water dust? <laughs> so wasn't he wondering what the fuck is going on up top? Like, <laughs> like you know, like doesn't he go? Hey, well, like half the fucking half my fucking population just fucking disappeared. Yeah, and then he he doesn't go check. Ha, five years later, those motherfuckers reappeared, and he still didn't go check what happened. He's just yeah. like, "No, nope. okay, all good." This is five years. They just fucking showed up again. What, what? What was he doing? I don't know, man. There's a lot of unanswered questions that are probably not probably wouldn't make a good movie that we want answers to, though. Exactly. I, that was just a part of his history that they did not want to discuss at all. He he did not want to come up. He did not want to come up. People came down to him, and he said, "Fuck that! You better you're gonna die." You're gonna it's not the idea of like 500 years. Like he has his people just be like, "Well, we can go up there." And he's like, "Do you fucking know what they do up there?" <laughs> I've seen up there. Okay, I've, look, I've seen up there, but I, sir, I don't think you've been up there in like 500. <laughs> I've seen up there. Just interrupts him. What? My wife and three sons disappeared last night. Can we go check if they went up there? No, we're not going up there no, ever again. Uh uh. Uh-uh. He's like, all right, you could go up there, but like you got to sing a song and have all these people fucking kill themselves. And how do they know they can do that? By the way, if they've never been up there, how do they know when they finally go up there and they just start fucking singing? The fucking hypnotism fucking song, whatever yeah. that is. How do they know they can do that? <laughs> He's like, all right, I've been practicing this trick, everybody, for the past 300 years. Now, the first 200 years, failed. I didn't even fucking think about it. I failed. Uh, but I said, <laughs> I think you can go up there and sing and people just fucking kill themselves. I, I had a choir. Half of them disappeared a while back. I don't know why, but they're back now. So now we can we can do it. We have the choir back, and now we can go up and make everyone fucking murder themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we ever need this? I have it set up. I do, like it, it, suicide is no laughing matter. No, unless it's in a Marvel movie, and then it's just fucking hysterical. It is very very funny. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, so there's yeah, there's some questions. There's some questions about Namor and his fucking people and what's going on down there. Um, but when you go back to Wakanda, look at obviously there's a lot of shit going on, right? T'Challa's oh. dead. Everyone's fucking sad about it for fucking like ninety. I'm gonna say ninety nine point nine percent of this film. Everyone's super sad about it, and it makes me sad. And everyone watching the movies has to be sad about watching this movie. And I get it. It was fucking. It's horrible. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a basis for the whole movie. And I mm-hmm. think this is a little bit of what I said when I got in the truck. I kind of didn't, I didn't, I wanted them to address it. Yes. And that's why I love the beginning of the movie. And I honestly thought like that might be, might be it. That one year later card comes and I'm thinking, okay, so our, they've addressed it. You know, mm-hmm. we can move on. They can move on. We can have a fucking, a good superhero plot movie here. But no, nope, that is the plot of the movie for Uganda. 
Yes, the fact that T'Challa's died and and sure he can't get over it and um, the mother's fucking uh, angry about it and she's become queen. It's just it's, it it consumes every single plot point in Wakanda at all times. Mm. Um, I just wish she wasn't dead. That's that's what it came down. I just wish yeah. he wasn't dead because I I just I wanted this. Uh, this this is a great story. Like this is a great superhero story. Namor's fucking vibranium, like uh, underwater fucking Wakanda versus <laughs> above water Wakanda. Right? Like that that is a great. I want to see that war movie. I want to see it. It's literally the battle of the seas, above sea and below the sea. I want to see that. I yeah, me see too. That. Me too, man. But but Wakanda's uh, they they never they just can't stop mourning. This is it. This is Shuri. This is all about Shuri, his sister. And uh, how she's dealing with things, There's and uh, you know, I don't, I didn't think she was bad. Did, oh, did you I, like her? I, I like her a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like her a lot. I she was really good. Um, I had kind of formed an opinion on her because I heard a lot of shit. Like when they were filming this, she was a big problem uh, with the COVID shit and all that. Um, she would not, uh, you know, adhere to any of the fucking oh, the uh, policies, and yeah, right. and all that, that kind of shit. So I kind of was like, oh, this fucking chick, like, you know what I mean? But whatever. Uh, I thought she was really good in the movie, actually. Yeah. yeah she finally wears a mask in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, the one time she's going to wear a mask. All right, I'm going to do it, but you know the moment I'm going to do it. You know yeah. the moment but, I put this mask on. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. What if that's <laughs> that was the problem? She's like, I'm not wearing that mask because you're making me. Oh, my God. So the fucking double meaning there, it's <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious. No, I um, I thought she I, I thought she could carry the film too. I thought I thought she like was able to bear that weight of the film. She did. You know what I mean? Like in in terms of like leading it and whatnot, in and filling those shoes, those empty empty shoes. And it's a, and you know it's a big task, and she is about. <laughs> I, I never really noticed this till the very end of the film when she's mm-hmm. wearing like her, her jean shorts walking on the beach. She's like fucking 88 pounds. Seriously. Like she she looks like a fucking seven-year-old girl, to be honest with you. Like that... she's so small. Okay, make a note for our spoiler talk <laughs> afterward. Because <laughs> we're definitely going to do a spoiler-filled review of this. Oh, we're getting there? Are we going to do it now? Um, I think we can hit on a couple of other non-spoiler things. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, for me, I I don't understand. They don't. They don't. The movie doesn't really do that great of a job of just being like, well, we should all have vibranium. You know, like Wakanda just can't keep this incredible resource to itself. And I know that's part of the whole storyline. Like, yeah, everyone just wants the natural resources and blah 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 blah, but. It's not like Wakanda's done anything negative or violent or 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 try to fucking colonize anything else with the vibranium. Right, 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 right. right they right. just have it. It's part of their culture, and that's pretty much it. It's this whole thing of like, well, you have this dangerous resource. We need that too, so it evens the playing field. Like that doesn't hold. Like I can't carry that water, you know. So what, what you don't uh, you don't understand you don't believe that you know what I mean like, is that what you're saying like you don't you don't believe when, when they're at the United Nations and it's basically just uh, the U S and France that are speaking up about it right? <laughs> yeah well it, it's it's um 
Yeah, so it's a little bit of that. And I think if you have a fucking two and a half, no, not even two and a half hours, two hour and 40 minute movie, then maybe flesh that part out a little bit more. Yeah. Like, yeah, they do. They, they sum it up very quickly. They do, man. They do. And they're like, <laughs> and there's an example like right away. Yeah. Like, during that fucking council meeting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Angela Bassett fucking puts him in a spot and sits mm-hmm. fucking Which lays I lo- down. I love that moment. That's a great moment. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a fucking really great moment. I just wish that it wasn't so black and white. You know, like mm-hmm. they're the United Nations. They're bad. You know, Wakanda good. You know, like I give me a little bit more nuance. You give nuance to other characters, other sides, like even the bad guys you give nuance to. You understand mm-hmm. their story. Like why not that part of it? Yeah. I love I love I love Angela Bass's line there too when what she says about it, uh, but I do love the fact and I, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler. But there, someone goes and kind of um, tries to find the, the vibranium and, and attacks uh, a Wakandan outpost, yeah. and they fucking blame it like it's the French, like you know it's not the U.S. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they totally fucking make it the French, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be our fault or anything like that? And she's like, how about this? And he's like, all right, well played. Well played, Queen Ramonda. Um, we, I was just going to say, we get yeah. Lupita Nyong'o comes back. She hasn't been seen since the first movie. She was now, not involved in any of uh, Infinity War or Endgame or anything like that. Now, remind me about her character and why she went away. So she was his girlfriend in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she was the love interest for T'Challa. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just don't remember, like, why she went away, though. Well, they they kind of, they talk about it specifically. Did you watch the end credit scene, or the mid-credit scene? I did, yeah. Okay, so that, I'm very that's... very bad at comprehension law. Well, she, so, I don't, again, uh, are we spoiling yet? Spoiler? <laughs> you want to go with the spoiler territory? <laughs> I, th- I think we have to, if I'm going to, exp- like, really kind of flesh this out with you. She, uh... Hmm. Hold on, let's play a little of this. Hold on, spoiler alert. I'm going to mark this on the timestamp. And uh, we're going to do a little spoiler alert here. Here we go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hold on. Spoiler alert. Spoiler spoiler alert. 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 Spoiler so yeah, uh, what I got out of the the initial conversation, she says uh, when he when he went away, uh, I couldn't handle it. He was everything to me. I think she's talking about the snap there because T'Challa oh, did disappear yeah. in the snap, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I think she kind of fucking just left. Now I don't actually, you know what? I think she was pregnant at the time because that kid was pretty old at the end. He seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know the timeline from the snap here, but I'm thinking maybe she just took off and uh, had the baby or whatever and did what she had to do and couldn't deal with him being gone. I don't, this is just, again, this is this is covering their own ass, right? With uh, her not being in Infinity War or... Because Infinity War, they're in Wakanda. Like, they, yes. the big battle at the end of the movie is yes. in Wakanda and she's mm-hmm. not in it. So mm-hmm. she's not there. So, yeah, I mean, and then they, they throw the... Obviously, they tap on that, uh, the, the pregnancy at the end. And just have it uh, be like she just wanted to raise her kid on her own or some shit. Like get her away from whatever the fuck was happening. Yeah. Which is fine. But I, I, I liked her character. Me too. And I, 
I, I'm a huge fan of uh, so Okoye is uh, Denai uh, Guerrera uh, mm-hmm. Michonne from Walking Dead. Yes, uh, I, like I love her character. She's great. She was, mm-hmm. She's great in these movies. She's great in Infinity War. She's great in fucking Endgame. She's uh, she was great in the um, uh, Winter Soldier and fucking Falcon TV show. Yep, mm-hmm. um, I, I love her. Yeah, at same. one point during the movie, because she gets. She ends up getting uh, fired, basically, because she fucks up uh, losing Shuri on mm. land or uh, in America. And uh, I thought, oh, my God, they're going to make her Black Panther. Like, I thought she might be the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't I wasn't against that. Like, I, I totally was like, I was kind of up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, she's had some fucking amazing fight scenes. She's great. We know she's got that like that kind of like fucking macho demeanor, for lack yes. of a better word. Like she can fucking throw down, man. Did you but, uh, did you like any of the like lighter kind of tones that they gave her? Like once they go to America to try to get the scientist? Yeah, they but they you know, she she's been like that before. She was she, she's got little yeah, like she's almost I think I think they treated her a little bit more uh, fish out of water before. Like, you know what I mean? Where she's kind of like always super serious um, and then um, kind of been like out of place. And that was her humor. Yeah, this one, yeah, they kind of yeah. they kind of made her blend in a little bit more with Shuri, which I liked. Yeah. Um, yeah gotcha. I don't know. She's OK. Like, she was OK. I, I just like her character a lot. And of course, you know, when I think about it on the end, I'm like, of course, it can't be anyone but Shuri. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I, I it just it makes total sense. Even though she's again eighty eight pounds and a seven year old girl. Yeah, and fighting the strongest water Mexican that we've ever seen from Water Wakanda. Yeah, absolutely. She does. She does fight him a lot. Um, Winston Duke is Zimbaku, and he. Um, I've always liked this character too. I thought. Um, I don't know. I, I just thought he didn't have a lot to do in this movie. Um, he got his ass kicked a lot. <laughs> he, do, he really does, right? Like, almost every scene that he's fighting, he, he ends up getting his ass kicked. Um, but he's always been a, a, a decent character. I liked him a lot more, obviously, in the first one. Um, again, uh, uh, Martin Freeman shows up as uh, Everett Ross. He's been, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he's been in quite a few things. And um, he's he's okay. I think it's a revelation that he was married to... Uh, What's her name? Because I, I did not know that going into this movie. Yeah, I don't remember that. That was really weird. So she is a big deal because she is uh, she's setting up uh, kind of the Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. So she's going to be uh, in a lot more movies. I don't know what kind of contract she signed, but I imagine she's going to be around for a long time. Was she uh, in any of the feature-length films? Because I, re- I do remember her from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but I think her only appearance in feature-length films were credit scenes. Oh, like okay. Like, she would gotcha. show up at the end and then be like, hey, you want to work for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she'd just pop in. She so, did have uh, a nice uh, reverse Uno card on Martin Freeman's character, though. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> She's like, no, I had that shit fucking... <laughs> I yeah. had that shit on lockdown the entire time, son. I, I put that shit under that white Stormtrooper <laughs> shoulder pad. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck that was? Whatever that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the cast, uh, like, what did you think? So Namor, we, you touched on it earlier. Uh, Mm -hmm. I had told you, I, when I explained him to you, I said, just, uh, do a little research on him. He's a, he's an angry badass. 
Um, so in the comics, obviously, Wakanda and and his uh, his fucking I can't remember the name of the society. I, I can't, I, it's just, there's so many words here that were made up that I don't remember. Yeah, um, consonants. Underwater fucking Wakanda. Um, they have a lot of wars, right? And he's he's a fucking angry bitch all the time. And he like he is essentially considered a superhero in the Marvel universe, comic wise. Like he has mm-hmm, his own mm-hmm. comic, right? Yep. He goes out and does superhero shit. Uh, but in this instance, he was uh, he was deemed the bad guy for this movie. Um, so, what did you think about this guy, Tenocha Hureta? I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought he, um, especially. So it, you know, saying that he like his characterization is he's just a very angry dude, and you get that from the outset. But then he kind of like softens a little bit once he has those conversations with Shuri, you mm-hmm. know, in. Uh, in Water Mexico, God damn, we get a, we can't keep on calling it Water Mexico, but no, it was Water Wakanda. Remember? Water Wakanda. Um, <laughs> Water Mexico. Too. Oh no, his people are Water Mexicans. My bad. Yeah, I, yes, yeah. yeah, I confused those that. two things. My bad. You made you made that up. So he um, is canon. When he has that conversation with Sheree, like he mm. presents a pretty good case, and I like their back and forth. So, mm-hmm. like, I like the entire vengeance story with Cherie. Yeah. And it's kind of mirrored with uh, Namor, mm-hmm. who I'm sure uh, is now going to be called Namoreno. Or at least I've been calling myself that the past couple of days. <laughs> but my biggest thing is, like, you said that he was so strong. And then I, I watched that video and they were detailing how fucking strong he was. And now right. I know they made some some differences to the character because it, he he was kind of like a he was from like Atlantis, like the Kingdom of Atlantis or whatever. So he yeah. was like he had part of that blood, and he was also part Wakandan or like just had that vibranium in him. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> you know the the way the the video kind of detailed his power, like he took a punch from the Hulk. And, like, we don't see that level of strength in the film. And th- I think that really sucks. Yeah. Because- I, I think the only time we do see is when he punches M'Baku, right? Right. Like he punches him across the... That, that's it, yo. You're right. Like, they don't mm-hmm. focus on that whatsoever otherwise. But then Cherie winds up punching, like, something fucking across the room, too. And yeah, the other people are just like, oh, shit. So, like, that doesn't really... I think right. that kind of sucks. Like, I want to see that level of power. Right. I think that would be cool. That would be a fucking great villain. But I, they, you know, they, I don't know his plans or their plans for this character. So maybe that's coming. But I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things. First, they do. They focus more, way more on his fucking ankle wings. Right. Like, they how much ta- they fucking talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how many how many fucking in all these movies how many people can fly? No one's talked about anyone else flying this much in a movie ever. Like they just fucking do you see his fucking angle wings? Yeah, the fucking get your fucking angle wing. A fucking angle like they always bring it up. Like yeah, okay, mul- we got it. Multiple we characters bring up his ankle wings. We got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but he, he looks good. He looks good flying. I like that. He looks good, good flying. Shit. I was calling his ankle wings flights. I thought they're Nike what? flights. Some Nike flight action. Is Aaron Aaron Amors? <laughs> Aaron Amors, yeah, they're, they're nice. fucking tight as fuck. Uh, his underwater kingdom looked fucking great too, didn't it? It did. I, I w- that whole 
leading up to it though, it's just way too dark for me. It, it's a big pet peeve. Gotcha. Right? It's just fuck. It's so dark. It's so dark. Let's get there. Let's get there. It took forever. I think that whole scene took a, a really long time. I think this movie had to be this long. I don't think it did. No. Um, just just get her down there and fucking get this moving. Yeah, I mean it looked good. Um, I guess you can only compare it to something like Aquaman and all that. And I don't even remember Aquaman, so I guess it's better. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean in terms of a you know just a fucking casual like I am with a with the Marvel films, mm-hmm. this guy Namor like is a way better Aquaman. Oh, you and, yeah, he's better Aquaman. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a one in one comparison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like the fucking same thing, but like, yeah, presented that way, you got you got Aquaman who like Jason Momoa looks great as Aquaman, yeah. but Namor does a lot more with it. I don't know, like his story's way more fleshed out. It doesn't seem silly. None of it seems silly to me. You're know. right, and we, I mean, we spent a lot of time making fun of <laughs> how fucking angry he is just about <laughs> about seeing one fucking house on land or whatever, but. I like, you're right. Like, I like that storyline better than Aquaman, who just comes up to, like, a fishing town and fucking drinks beer and, and fucking beats people up at a bar all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this, mm-hmm. it makes more sense for a guy that fucking lives underwater to just want to be underwater all the time. Like, it's yeah. a better fucking storyline. Aquaman just comes up and he's just like, fucking, let me fucking ride fucking Superman into fights and fucking, like, yeah, just be silly all the time. Like, you're right. You're right. The same <laughs> shit we're making fun of, we're fucking. We're holding him strong for it now. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. It's a better movie. He just happens to be in a better movie. That's all. And these right. people, like, I love when they go to war and they're, like, hanging on to fucking killer whales and blue whales oh, and shit. Dude, shit. that is like fucking that. crazy, man. I really don't like that. That was There's... great visual. Great vision. A lot of good whale shit in it. I like when M'Baku goes underwater and sees that fucking killer whale and he's just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then at the end when they're flinging them, like on, they're on, they're sitting on the tail of the giant blue whales, and they fucking fling them up to the top of the ship. Oh, dude, oh, it was fucking badass. I like that a lot. That was a pretty, <clears throat> that was a pretty good final fight for the film. Yeah. as far as like a setting and shit goes, that was really cool. And yeah, what, what did you make of the the idea that oh, we just got to get Namor hot? You know, we got to get him like yeah. in the desert. How yeah. how did you think that shaked out? Yeah, I don't like. I don't know if this was ever used in comics or whatever. If they, like, you know, like usually this is like it's like a kryptonite, right? Like, is this is this Namor's kryptonite? Like, do they always use this kind of shit to defeat him? Like, I don't know right, how else right, he's right. been defeated. I never read fucking Submariner or anything, so I don't. I'm not quite sure. I do like it how they they had to get him on the ship, and then they had the like the fucking heat lamps or whatever, and dehydrate him <laughs> or whatever. Like, I just I felt like it, it happened way too early in the battle, right? Like that shit happened. Like, they fought for, like, two minutes, and they got him on the ship. And they're like, we got him. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> they were like, all right. oh, already? Okay. Yeah. We're not even fucking done preparing his fucking quarters. Yeah. Like, they were like, okay, let's go back to Wakanda. Like, literally, they said that. Like, let's go back to Wakanda. And then they'll have... <laughs> I did... Like, I like the water bombs, though. Like, and essentially, that the water the bombs water end bombs. up... Oh, they're fucking great. I yeah, love man. them so much. Almost every fucking instance they used them in the in the in the movie was fucking phenomenal for me. I loved it. Yeah, and you th- you would think a fucking water balloon wouldn't be that fucking deadly, but it is. Especially it's... like when you unleash a whole like net of a thousand of them. Oh, that shit that looks so dope, man. That was really good. It was real yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. Um, did you did it remind you of uh, 
fucking Avatar at all? Like all the fucking blue fucking dudes running around on the side of the ship. Did it? Did you get that feel at all during it? Yeah. So I'm glo- so glad you fucking asked that because did you also get the Avatar the the sequel trailer? Yes. Okay. No, no, I didn't, but I've seen it. So oh, I know you're okay. So that. I didn't see it. So I watched it uh, yeah. before it, it was attached to Black Panther or whatever. I I would. <laughs> That's why I love doing this show because it's kind of like confession in a lot of ways. I was confused. I got confused. From... <laughs> Did they start the trailer again? Did I didn't you know what was going on? on. <laughs> I was like, I think I had seen this before. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. You just watched the Avatar trailer. <laughs> It took me a good five minutes to figure out what the fuck was going on. Like, no, dickhead, this is the actual movie. And you're an hour and a half in. How are you still confused? (laughs) Yeah, really similar to that fucking what's going on in the next Avatar movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, they did it first. Fuck you, James Cameron. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, Otherwise, I mean... Yeah, I I think it's a little too long. I'll be honest. Like I just I just I feel like there's a lot of morning scenes that we didn't need. A lot of fucking conversations between Shuri and whoever the fuck's trying to cheer her up. Mm. Um, I, I wish I, I I wanted more battle scenes, right? Like I wanted more war yes. scenes. We got two yeah. two big ones, which is okay, but uh, it was um. It was okay. Like I, I did enjoy it. I, I, I do not like this more than the first Black Panther. Right. Um, uh, and I don't know how many people are actually going to say they do. Uh, it losing Chadwick Boseman was is just one of the the worst things to happen to Marvel. Man, it's just he was so fucking great. He was yeah. such a great fucking character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it just it really hurt them. They did the best they could. He did it. He did the the director. Um, what's his name? Kugler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. He, you know, no one else should have directed this. No one else could have directed this. I think he he's this is really close to his heart. Uh, Black Panther is a huge, huge movie for a lot of people, and he did the best as could he could. I don't know what the masses are going to think about this. I'm looking at IMDb right now. It's a seven point four. It's pretty fucking high for just pretty high. Out. Pretty high. Yeah, it might I, drop I, a little I, bit. I expect that to to flatten out at some point. It's going to even. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, it's, just, thing, it's just not not as good, and it it, it it couldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I do think they like it. It almost felt like a funeral dirge the entire movie. Yep, which absolutely. made it longer. Mm-hmm. And the humor, like the humor that they try to to use to cut the tension, like it just wasn't light or funny enough. Yeah. to cut that yeah. tension and that was kind right. of like one of my problems with it right I, one thing that we didn't touch on is the scientist riri oh right okay so, so she yeah. big part big part of the of the plot of the yes. uh, the main like push of this narrative yes. i i wasn't feeling it at all <laughs> it just wasn't i don't i don't mind the character cuz it's just a plot device whatever right. you, you mm-hmm. need you need that character to be there but so, it's like the light kind of, I won't say comedy relief, but they do use her as like a comedy vessel in, in a lot of yeah. ways. I just wasn't feeling it, man. Probably the weakest part of the film for me. She kind of, so a couple things on her. She kind of, um, 
she takes place of Shuri from the first movie. Like she literally plays the role of uh, of how Shuri was and interacted with people in the first movie, right? The young, whiz kid, uh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, the young, the young, brilliant scientist or whatever the fuck. She's literally taking that role. Another thing is, um, so she. And I don't know. I, I'm wondering uh, if this is going to ch- uh, affect your uh, thoughts on it. I think, it, if anything, it might be negatively. Mm. So she's getting her own show. This has been planned for a long time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's called Ironheart. She has her own Disney <laughs> Plus show Ironheart? coming. Ironheart. Ironheart. Yeah. <laughs> so she she basically beca- is the next Iron Man. That's basically what. They're pushing her ass. I did like the suit. Her. I will. I will yeah. suck her for the suit when she takes off in that thing. I was, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was geeking out. That was pretty cool. And I didn't. I didn't even realize this. I don't even know if I would have. I knew about Ironheart. I knew uh, the name Riri. Uh, it all came back to me. But when it she came on screen, Ethan leaned over and goes, "That's Ironheart." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I get it now." They're just. I, I want to say they're just setting it up, but they're, they're not. Like, she was a big part of this she's fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's a really big part of this movie. So, um, and now, and TJ tells me that she goes to M- M- MIT. She's going to MIT, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's where fucking Peter Parker goes. So he thinks that oh. there's going to be a big tie in there. But I'm like, look at it. I'm like, I, I, know, I know what you want to happen. And then I know what contracts are like, and Tom Holland ain't showing <laughs> yeah. up in fucking Ironheart. Okay, like I know, I know this dude isn't showing up in that fucking show. So you need to, you need to just fucking move on from that. There's <laughs> a better chance of showing up in the fucking remake of Lionheart than anything. Uh, so, but so you have no interest in watching Ironheart, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah. you know, that kind of brings up a question I had for you. Could this work better as a TV series, meaning this movie? Because it kind of has the pacing. And if you looked at it as, so it's a two hour and 40 minute movie as maybe three or so episodes, say a four episode series. I think this works better as a four episode series than a feature length film. Yeah. I, I, I there, there's few movies I would disagree with that at all. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, Marvel movies. I mean, oh yeah, like yeah, if gotcha, they, gotcha. yeah, honestly, if if this was a if this was a TV show, um, Wakanda Forever, I think it might. Yeah, it would probably be one of their best fucking TV shows that they ever put out. Yeah, there's no huge names here. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it, it does. It it kind of fits that bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you would have like a whole episode of like the morning and everything, you know, that episode would end with Namor showing up yeah. another episode. And maybe the third episode is like, you're down in water, Mexico. I mean, sorry, fucking water, <laughs> Wakanda. I don't want to fucking offend the water Mexicans, but uh, I don't, you know what I mean? Like you can just live in water Wakanda for like a whole episode and get that yeah. whole story between Shuri and Namor and yeah. then go on from there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You're definitely right. There's the beats here. There, there's, there's beats to uh, like, and they could to focus the first episode on, on, on morning for yeah. fuck's sakes. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's too much. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, did you like, uh, were you surprised? I was a little bit surprised because I did not read anything about this, about uh, Michael B. Jordan showing up. 
Oh yeah, I was totally surprised. I I totally expected to see CGI Bozeman in this scene. Oh, I didn't know what was going to happen, man. She was walking around that chair, and I was kind of like, "The fuck are they? Are this, is this the CGI Bozeman shit? Yeah. Are they doing this shit?" I thought it was going to be a little CGI Bozeman, but with a lot of like camera in the like just filming like the back of his head, and maybe you get some oh. side profile shots and things like that. Oh shit. See, but I a lot like of that. I like that storyline a lot. I like that she's so fucking bitter angry. Yep. and angry and pissed yep. because her brother's gone, and then her cousin is the one to be like, "No, you should double down on yep. fucking pain and burning the world and all that fucking shit." And she won't. And she won't admit it. Like she mm-hmm. fucking uh, Lupita Nyong'o just keeps asking her, "Like who'd you see?" Yeah, who'd she's you like, see? Nobody. Anybody. <laughs> you saw Michael B. Jordan. You you saw Wallace, didn't you? You saw Wallace. Creed? You saw Creed. Lil Creed. I mean, look, you saw Lil Creed. <laughs> the uh, he was. Um, there's a theory. There's a lot of theories about who the next Black Panther was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, Shuri was a huge one, but he was another one. Everyone thought. That they were going to bring him back to life, however they do. Like they, you know, they brought back fucking T'Challa in the first movie. Yeah, couldn't bring him back in this one though. Oh, sorry, that, that was that's too that's, <laughs> that's too deep. Um, but there, there was there's theories that they were going to bring back Killmonger and he was going to be the next Black Panther. But it was good to see him. I liked him. He's a, he's a great fucking villain, man. He's he's one of the one of the better villains in the Marvel movies. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, I totally agree, man. Just evil as fuck. Evil yeah. is fucking dangerous as fuck, too, man. I, I really liked him. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Fucking uh, BP fucking dubs. BP dubs. Here we go. Give me a rating, Law. Oh, boy. Um, I have no idea what I rated Black Panther, but it's 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 higher than this. I, I think I'm at a, a pretty solid right now i mean i'd like i don't know if i want to go seven mm. oh, six and a half i know six you don't do fucking half ratings but i'm gonna go six and a half first watch just walked out um i just felt like they made me sad too much <laughs> like you know what i mean i just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, i would just get over it let's like, just get over it already get well, over we, it. Got a, we got a fucking movie to produce here <laughs> yeah. yeah there's millions of dollars at stake come on yeah yeah uh, I was also like, I, I I was flirting with a lower rating than what lower I'm about lower to, than that. No, well, than what I'm about to give it because oh, okay. I felt like maybe it was going to be too harsh, and I was going to give it a five, but I think that's too. It just oh, that yeah, that it seems, seems to me rough. to be too harsh. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a six, but it's okay. the, it's the strongest of sixes. Okay, yeah, so, some I, might I, I some might it. even call it a six and a half. Oh, I wouldn't call um, it that. Some might I, though. <laughs> uh, you got double six and a half people is what I'm reading into this. I, it's a six and a six and a half as far as That's I hear it. it. No, no, don't let Jack uh, influence you. All right. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we both. I think this conversation highlighted some flaws for me, and that's okay. I mean, I think you know, I had them in the back of my mind coming into this. Mm. Um. I just, I just, oh, fuck, it sucks that he's dead. Fuck, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was their franchise, man. This could have been it. Like, this was this was their fucking shining star, and uh, it really hurts. But again, he, Kugler did 
I, I can't imagine anyone doing it any better than what he did, right? Like, you can't have someone that. else coming to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that. I just would like to see Namor as Tia's, like, in the in the in the comics as he's yeah. talked about even uh uh what's his name uh mbaku mbaku yeah he mentions something about the hulk and name yeah and he's like yeah. oh, you know he has a little quip about like oh I, you know we got books too or whatever uh yeah yeah he I says wanna... he took a he took a punch from the hulk he took a punch from the hulk let's fucking see it even mm-hmm. in that one line that gives you so much to go off of right like in your mind of just like oh the the possibilities for Namor, right? And we don't and, fucking see any of it. And her the, the fucking Cherie's whole thing is like, we got to get them to the desert. They go to the desert, yet they're thirty feet from the fucking shore of an ocean. <laughs> I don't think we're fucking landlocked here. <laughs> the um, I'm wondering how they're going to handle this guy going forward. Now again, I don't know if he signed on mm. movies or whatever the fuck, but. Is he, and you know, they, they do a, a little, when they're they're kind of fucking wrapping everything up with the different scenes at the end of the film, they go back to uh, uh, underwater fucking Wakanda, yeah. and uh, the chick's like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, I want to fight <laughs> for you, scene, and yeah. you bent the knee, and, and but I was expecting him to have some, some sinister plan that he was going to unleash, and he kind of was just like, nah, man, it's going to be all good, because Wakanda's going to fucking be her buds, and, and he's... There's nothing there. I was kind of I was waiting for him to be a problem going forward, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems like they just they kind of fucking milk toasted him right into like he's just going to be a superhero now. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like it, it almost seemed like Black Panther cucked him, and now he's just <laughs> like, yeah, we're totally going to be friends. Yeah, I mean, of course we are. And she's just like, what, wise bitch? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you didn't see her in that suit, dog. She was tight. Was tight. Good. I'm gonna be. It's like my be there my, whenever she. My ankle wings, fucking <laughs> fluttered, and she just fucking blew off the island. What happened? Do you think? What happened to his ankle wing that she tore up? Did he grow it back, or like, did he get a wing implant? Like, what happened? He can't fly anymore. That's it. I don't know, but it always seemed like one of those things of like, uh, what would you rather have? A, a punch to the face or a knife? Like on your ankle wing, you know what I mean? Like, seem like a, a would you rather situation. I think I didn't even understand what happened there. Like, did they cut the ankle wing off, or just she cut did? His ankles? Yeah. No, she she cut it off with her with her uh, claws or whatever. She cut, remember she was holding it. They oh, showed her and she was holding. holding it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, he couldn't fly anymore. <laughs> Because that was unfair, right? He he was fucking her up. Like he was, he was fucking her up, dog. He was fucking this eighty-pound girl up. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that uh, that she cuts his one ankle wing off, right? And he can't fucking fly. But then he, the idea that he tries to fly, but is just float. He just goes in circles in the air, like five feet above the air. My feet above the ground. He just crashes. I wanted to see that scene. I yeah. need to see that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with him. I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the phases anymore. I don't know what what the end game is here. I know there's. Oh, okay. That you know, I know, that was going to be my question for you. Is like, like, what are we building towards now? Right. I don't know. There's two. They, you know, obviously, there's there's the end of the next phase or the last 
the well the most planned phase is two more avengers movies mm-hmm. is he gonna be part of that like I, I don't know um history would say yes he's a major character in a major fucking marvel movie so he's got to show up again mm-hmm. i don't know man my my kind of worry for the you know for the fans like yourself and like the the mcu as a whole is with this new phase we're we're probably not going to get all of the characters that were that the myself included like the general public mm-hmm. knows you know we're gonna have but to watch a- these tv shows and like really dissect these oh, movies. Okay. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying because now we're gonna have fucking uh namor is part of like the new Avengers and not saying right. he's, he's in the new event as part of the Avengers, but like he's right. going to be included in it. We're going to have fucking right. Lionheart in there. We're going to have all these new characters in there. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And people are just, you're going, right. What the fuck is that? Right. The TV shows like Kate Bishop. That's a big one. And I think she is going to be a part of the future going forward. And that was just from the Hawkeye TV show. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got to include her somewhere. You're right. I'm sure not everybody has Disney Plus. You can't just right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, assume everybody knows who everyone's going to be. Yeah. Damn. You know. Well, I, I hope know, it works out. Did you get a? Uh, did you get the Iron or Iron Man? Did you get the uh, Ant Man trailer? Yes, I did get that. All right. So there's a huge rumor about this Ant Man movie. Really? It's just a rumor, so I'm not spoiling anything. But okay. the, the rumor is is that Ant Man dies. Oh shit! Really? Damn. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if he's gonna be part of it, right? And then the the next Guardians movie. Uh, the, well, there's a Christmas special coming out. I think this month or next month. And then the next Guardians movie is the last one, the last Guardians movie with this cast. So mm-hmm. what happens to them? Like, why aren't they a part of the future of this? How can they? How could they not be a part of the face? Right. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Yeah, this is going to be a weird transitional time. The next couple and how of could years. you? And then the Eternals, which bombed for them, right? Yeah. Um, and they even they 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 go as far as bringing up the Thanos snap and all that in the Eternals movie and why they didn't get uh, involved in all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But obviously, they've included them now into into the canon, and and I, I don't see like that. That's a huge cast with a lot of big contracts. You know, fucking Rob and Jon Snow are both in the fucking movie. Yep. Um, how do you how do you have another catastrophic event in the Marvel Universe and not include those people? Like, and it's almost like they've wiped it out of existence. They don't mention them in any other fucking franchise. So I don't know. I, I, this one's not as tight as obviously the last ones, right? The, the last phase was ridiculous how they did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This one seems a little more more chaotic. A little bit more spread out, and I don't Where, know if they... Maybe just kind of like testing, maybe they're just kind of like testing the waters and then yeah. making up a plan as they go instead of just having a, what seemed to me to be like a really decisive and planned out right. uh, thing for yep. that whole first phase. Yeah, and I think I think Eternals is the first step to them fucking up because it failed so horribly. And I think that was a big step for them. Like, this is our next... The Avengers are gone. This is our next fucking mm. group. And it fucking bombed. I don't so remember, when, I don't I remember you reviewing that. Did, did you review that on the show? I don't know if I did either. I didn't see it in the theater or anything. I, oh, I, sure. I think I watched a fucking cam copy of it like uh, a couple weeks after it was released. I don't think mm. I was on. It, but it's it just bombed. So 
I feel like they had to throw a whole bunch of shit out and start from scratch after that. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And again, like you and like you said, all these Disney Plus shows, specifically like Kate Bishop was such a huge character in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. but and and she is a part of the comics. She is a part maybe of Young Avengers and all that shit. But how many people that just go to the theater know who the fuck Kate Bishop is? Right. Do they have to reintroduce her when she comes in the movies? I don't know. Daredevil's getting his own show again. Is he going to be a big part of the fucking show? Is She-Hulk going to be in it? She-Hulk, which is a, a fucking show that is so different from anything they've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's it, it breaks the fourth wall consistently. Like almost fucking like three, four times an episode. Yeah, yeah. The the season finale, she goes to Marvel, the, the MCU offices, and talks to Kevin, Kevin Feige. Get the fuck out of here, really? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who, by the way, is a robot with a hat on. It's it's not Kevin Feige, but she literally goes there to talk to him about the future. Like she brings up like why the X Men haven't been introduced. Like it's it's so different from everything. Else. Like how do you how do you have a show like that who reintroduces Daredevil into the MCU and then go forward with either one of those characters into a serious fucking superhero story? I it's just it's broken in my eyes. Like, what they're doing is broken right now, and I don't know how they, they pull it all together in the end. I don't know. I'd like to see They Hulk. And it's just a bunch of people going on like, oh, my God, look at what he's doing. And like, excuse me, sir, that's not my pronouns. And it's seven episodes. Each episode is a fucking hour and a half long. And it's just belittling people. It's just correcting people the entire time. Uh, I don't know. I just don't have the confidence. Like I did. I, I once did with this universe, right? Yeah, they nailed they nailed it so perfectly for me. Um, I, I I just wish I wish there was more of a a, a format I could follow here, and yeah. it, it's just it's not there for me yet. Maybe it will be. I think maybe Ant Man and they might getting be getting it back on track because that involves Kang, who right. was again Kang was introduced on the Loki TV show. So uh, to your point again, when he shows up in the Ant Man thing. Do they have to reintroduce everything he's about, or do they just assume that everyone watched Loki? Like that's another thing. So, but and the, and one of the the final Avengers movies is called the Kang Dynasty, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's like okay. the major villain going forward. <laughs> and then they have they have the plan of bringing in the Fantastic Four and the X Men. Like yes, ugh, so much going on here. I, I don't know if they can handle it all. I think they're going to have to do that because it just seems to me. Again, I'm a casual, but the lack of recognizable names of like superheroes or comic book characters is starting to dwindle dwindle and get lower Mm. and lower where you're not really recognizing the same people. So now we're going to have to fucking, you know, reboot all of the franchises again. Right. And, and, you know, in the back of my mind, I think the, the final, final Avengers movies for this phase is called secret wars which opens it up to a very, very weird place because they can, this is a multiverse story, right? Yeah. So they can bring back anybody and everybody. Think about Spider-Man No Way Home, where they literally brought the two other Spider-Mans and two other fucking Spider-Man villains from literally other versions of Mm Spider-Man. Secret Wars can literally do that with any character that they have ever, ever fucking put to screen. Anybody. Iron Man can come back in that movie. Captain America can come back in the movie. Anybody, anybody that's been killed off, anything can happen in that film. 
Yeah, but that doesn't seem sustainable, does it? Like you, you just I don't can't know. constantly bank on that and just go, oh, well, we're just going to go back to the well. And especially, yeah, especially ooh, when you're multiverse. Ooh, there's a new exactly. multiverse movie. So exactly, I mean, especially when you're spending so much time introducing so many characters. Right, 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 right. Are they? Is it just a like? At one point, I was just like, "Is this just a failsafe? Like, is it like the eternal failsafe? Like, if they keep introducing these characters and they don't like any of them, they just like, ah, oh, fuck that. We'll just bring back Iron Man." Do you remember in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back where Mark Hamill shows up as Cockknocker? <laughs> Yeah, at the end, and yeah, and they, it's, it's just a freeze frame. And it says, "Hey, kids, yeah. it's Mark Hamill." Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. it's gonna be like maybe Kang shows up, <laughs> and it's like, "Hey, kids, it's Kang from that TV show from uh, Loki or whatever." <laughs> they just do that seventy times during the movie. Remember him? Remember Kate Bishop from Hawkeye? Everybody's biggest gripe is like, well, fucking every fifty seconds they just kept on coming up with like. Freeze framing, freeze framing, and now getting introduced characters that we already know. It's like, well, I don't know. Doesn't seem like you people know. What do you mean, you people? And they go, I don't know. They Hulk. It's a little bit of a mess. It's a little bit of a mess. It's not. It's you know. It's not the uh, MCU that I'm used to. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know if. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch the next couple of years to see how they figure this out. Yep, Damn. we'll see. All right, that's it. That is the Beige Cast. It is the Beige Cast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you are on Patreon, then thank you for subscribing. And if you are not on Patreon, you should still join the Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. $5 a month gets you free binge, the full binge, commentaries. And speaking of commentaries, we're doing our 12 commentaries of Christmas of Christmas of Benjamin's starting in December. We're going to be releasing that list on December 1st. So make sure you are following us on all the socials. That's right. That's right. And then you got, uh, you can go back and listen to all, uh, well, the majority of the, um, horror commentaries, uh, oh, yeah. 31 days of horror commentaries that we did 31 days in a row of a commentary. That was great. Uh, what is our, uh, what is our discord picked commentary? For this month, our Discord picked commentary for this month is The Shining. Oh my god, a movie that is rife for fighting, and I can't yes. wait. Yes, I've already uh challenged Jack Falvey to a fight. <laughs> I'm currently rereading, re listening to The Shining book. Oh, are you? Yeah, and uh, so you know, the thing with that is Kubrick and Stephen King did not see eye to eye in the story, so we're gonna get to the bottom of that. That should be fun. And if you know Jack, a little bit of binge lore here Jack is a huge Kubrick fan, and I'm huge. a huge Stephen King fan, so huge. we're gonna come to blows. And I can't wait, yeah, it's gonna be fun. <sighs> All right, all right, uh, okay. Patreon listeners, we'll see you on the other side. And free binge. Bye. Thank you for listening to the binge cast on bingemedia.net. 
To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Binge media patrons will get access to the full binge. The binge casts four-hour show on a private RSS feed. And they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. Binge Media patrons also get other perks. So check us out at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to the Binge Media Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.